Warm and thick. Slick and wet. The air matched the streets. October, and an Indian summer was in full squat over the city of Chicago. Unemployed for a week and no end in sight, it was time for a drink. The Saturday night crowd were blasting in high fidelity already. Nearly 9 p.m., places to be. The girlfriend had dinner plans, and with her out of the house, I thought it high time for some high times. A couple of records needed playing, and there was a brand new Iron Chef. Red letter night indeed. A stiff breeze smacked me from the west. Hands shoved deep in my pockets, I took to a brisk pace. Barely fall, and my winter walk already making its debut. The speedway across the street doesn't sell booze, the bastards, so I have to hoof it another two blocks down. Not a bad walk, and anyway, it's a nice night. Just black and wet. This neighborhood gets dark. The trees absorb the yellow from the sodium-lit street lamps. Dull neon from the tiny bars light the corners, leaving pools of nothing in between. Damon Liquors had two big floodlights illuminating their signs, so my ship found its port. The door was open in a desperate attempt to ventilate the place, like every neighborhood store here. The guy behind the counter recognized me as I came in, giving me a knowing nod. I made no bones about this particular trip. No need to linger by the candy or chips, pretending to weigh my options. No, sir. Not tonight. Straight to the fridge cabinet. Selection was not their strong suit, but I felt like something a little different tonight. There wasn't much to go from, but after scanning the domestics, I pulled out a sixer of something I hadn't tried before and made my way up to the front like it was my job. Three steps later, I was hoisting the bottles up and staring coldly at the man with a just-got-off-my-shift-at-the-steel-mill gaze. I'm not sure why, but I usually like to affix a blue-collar union man front whenever I buy alcohol by myself. You can take the actor out of the theater, right? The register clanged and the display showed my bright blue total. $6.66. I reached in my wallet, gave the man a 10, collected my change, and made for the door. No small talk, just thanks, good night, black plastic sack of beer in tow. I was a steel worker. The journey home was a familiar one, made on several nights through all kinds of weather and all kinds of moods, hot and depressed, freezing and fed up, windy and lonesome. The constant was always the same. I couldn't wait to crack open that first bottle. It had been a weird week, and I needed to sit and not think for a while. Reload like I had done on all those nights before. I'd bought six-packs there countless times. After all, the Speedway didn't sell booze. Something was nipping at the back of my mind on this night, on this particular walk home. In all the times I'd bought beer there, I never had a total of $6.66. Maybe the taxes changed, or the beer I bought on this night was a different price. What other explanation could there be? Sweet Lord, I just bought the Devil's Brew. From the instant I thought it, I could feel the contents of the bag burning white hot. I stopped dead. One thought rang clear and true from the back of my subconscious. This, this beer, beer cannot, cannot go, go in the refrigerator. Do, do not, not invite, invite the Devil's, Devil's Brew into your home. Stop it, don't be ridiculous. My neurosis has always been bad, but this was just silly. I wanted to get drunk and relax with the TV tonight, and that's what I was going to do. I'd already spent my money. This, this beer, beer cannot go, go in the refrigerator. refrigerator. If I could just keep walking, I knew my footsteps would drown out my paranoia. One foot in front of the other. I walked with greater force than before. Not faster, just harder. Had to get home and put on some music. Quiet my raging mind. Some rock and roll, some stones... Sympathy for the devil? Damn fear-mongering brain, just shut up! This, this beer, beer cannot, cannot go, go 
in the refrigerator. You're being ridiculous. I was almost to my front gate. I could go in and make a sandwich or order a pizza or something and drink some beer. The beer I bought. The beer that sat in this black plastic bag. The bag I was holding, dangling, swinging back and forth as I moved like the pendulum of a clock. A dark, cherry wood grandfather clock quietly ticking in the corner of a sitting room no one enters anymore. Waiting in silence for its time to be up. Oh, I had to stop this. The clock wasn't evil. I had to stop thinking that way. There wasn't even a real clock. It was just some silly analogy I made up as the bag of beer tugged on my weight. The bag of evil beer. This This beer beer cannot go in the refrigerator. Finally making it to the gate, I wasted no time getting my keys from my pocket. At last, a task I could focus on without letting my imagination go crazy and dream up some menacing metaphors or situations or something like that. Into the gangway and up the stairs, I finally made it indoors. I put the bag on the table and opened the refrigerator, then immediately closed it again. This This beer beer cannot go go in the refrigerator's reflex by now. I stared at the black plastic sack that now sat in the middle of my kitchen, in my home. I couldn't see the bottles inside, just folds of shiny, black, unmoving, waiting, as if confident that I would break. I would come to my senses and just throw the six-pack in the fridge, the sack thrown away, then I would drink and watch TV and never again worry about the devil entering my body. Isn't that right, beer? Isn't that what I should do? And if I let that happen, what other temptations would I succumb to? How feeble is my mind that I am seduced by glistening condensation on dark brown glass? And it is written that the Antichrist shall appear in a pleasing form. That's it. I'm resolved. This beer cannot go in the refrigerator. I scooped up the sack, made straight for the back door, and before I could even let a thought escape, I placed the sack with beer intact in the alley behind the apartment. It was done. And $6.66 lighter, I went to a bar. The beer was gone a few days later, the next time I walked into the alley. I don't know for sure what happened to it, but just a week after that, a Dominic's grocery store nearby burned to the ground. Some say it was bad wiring. Some say it was kids. But there are some, mainly me, that believe it was a careless drifter after a lost weekend, drunk, on a found six-pack of beer.